What is up, guys? Welcome back to a brand new episode of the Web Slingers Podcast. This is the one and only show where we talk about all things Spider-Man and the Marvel Universe. Sorry we missed out on last week. Uh, I do apologize for that, but, you know, life. What can you do? Super busy. Um, but we got some stuff to talk about. Uh, we got some stuff to talk about this week. Uh, so let's just get go ahead and uh, let's get into this, shall we? And so the first we, thing we got here is... Uh, Tom Holland shared a, a photo from the set of Spider-Man 3. Um, now, the photo was, of course, um, spread around all over the place. And it uh, basically had uh, Tom... Uh, it basically had Spider-Man in uh, wearing one of those, you know, wearing a face mask. Um, pretty, pretty funny. Uh, and then the... Uh, caption, of course, on this, uh, Tom Holland, uh, shared this photo with the caption, wear a mask, I'm wearing two. Very clever. Now, um, a bunch of people were sending me, uh, messages on Instagram saying, you gotta talk about this on the show, you gotta talk about this on the Web Slingers podcast. I'm like, guys, it's a photo of Spider-Man. It's not like, like... Like, I, I don't understand why there's so many people that freaked out over this one picture. The, there's only, the only reason why I'm talking about it is because it would feel weird. First of all, it would feel weird not to talk about it on a Spider-Man themed show. But two, I have to just address, why did everyone freak out over this one picture? It didn't reveal anything. It just... Basically told the world something we already knew and that production on Spider-Man 3 had already started. You know, so, um, I don't know. It's just, it's weird to me. It's just very, very weird to me. Um, now, one thing I do want to bring up uh, is, is actually something that I found very interesting. Um, I can't remember if we talked about it or not, but... Uh, uh, apparently, uh, a Sony executive came out and said that we're supposed to be getting like a, a preview, like a sneak peek, uh, at Spider-Man 3. Um, now, one of the questions that a lot of people have, including myself actually, is, um, how is that going to work, considering that, uh, they just started shooting, that means they'd basically have to get a month's worth of footage and cut it together for like a preview, like maybe like a one minute preview. And so I thought, and then I thought back about it and I thought, well, wait a minute. Back in 2013, just before Guardians of the Galaxy came out, um, the year before Guardians of the Galaxy came out, um, Marvel had a panel at Comic-Con uh, for Guardians of the Galaxy, and the footage that they showed, basically, they had only shot for two weeks before shooting that, before showing that footage at Comic Con. Um, and so I, I, my thinking is, okay, obviously, if we do, if we do end up getting it, which nobody has confirmed that we are, um, nobody's confirming that that that's true but if we are getting it then i would be very interesting to see what they can do as far as what scenes 
could they cut together, um, you know, um, even though, yes, it will have been a full year in advance, but let's be honest, guys, we could use something like this, especially since 2020 has been such a, um, a crappy year, um, it would feel, it would just feel so good to get something good at the end of the year, um, just something, something good. Um, okay, uh, let's go ahead and uh, talk about the the next topic. And the next topic is another one that a lot of people freaked out about, which is Black Widow will finally reveal the Budapest secrets. Um, so for those of you who don't know, in the MCU, there's this little thing between Hawkeye and um, and Black Widow. And in that movie, and in the first Avengers movie, Hawkeye, no, Black Widow says, um, this is just like Budapest, huh? When they're fighting off Loki's army. And then Hawkeye goes, you rem- you and I remember Budapest very differently. And then they brought it up again in Avengers Endgame when um, they're flying away. And Hawkeye says, this is a long way from Budapest. Here's the thing, okay? Again, I just gotta ask, why do you all care? <laughs> like, like, why does this... Why do these people... Like, again, I had so many people sending me this thing going, Oh, Zeke, you gotta talk about this. You gotta talk about this on the show. I'm like, oh my gosh. Guys, it was just Scarlett Johansson in an interview saying that... Basically confirming that we're going to get this reveal. Big deal. Big whoop. I kind of figured they were going to explain it at some point. Like, it just just doesn't make sense to me as to why people care this much about stuff like that. Like, especially, you know, the Spider-Man set photo people were losing their minds over. You know, except me, because I kind of knew already that they had started production. You know, um, and then there was people who were sending me this, going, "Oh, you got to talk about this. You got to talk about this." I'm like, you know, <laughs> I don't know. Um, but what do I think about this? Eh, I mean, do I need an entire segment of Black Widow? Where Natasha Romanoff looks at the camera and goes, I'm going to tell you guys about Budapest. Um, no, I don't need that in a Black Widow movie. Um, honestly, I still, to this day, feel like it's too late for a Black Widow movie. We should have gotten this movie before the first Avengers movie. <laughs> or heck... Before Age of Ultron. That's when we should have gotten this movie. But. Apparently. They didn't want to do that. Which was weird to me. Um, okay. So. Um, let's go ahead and move on to the uh, the next topic. And we moved by these three topics really freaking quick. Um, okay. Um, so we got some WandaVision stuff to talk about. Uh, one, 
uh, Kat Dennings did say uh, in an interview that WandaVision is still scheduled to be coming out in December. Um, now, another thing that also came out, like, just literally dropped right before, uh, right before I started recording the show, is they dropped, Entertainment Weekly has dropped the cover for, I believe it's tomorrow's, um, Entertainment Weekly, uh, tomorrow's issue of Entertainment Weekly magazine. Um, by the way, the cover looks great. Um, let me, let me talk about Kat Denning's comments here for a second. Um, I think she, obviously she's gonna, she, she has, just because she said this doesn't mean Marvel will automatically release it in December. Let's just put that out there right now. Because Kat Dennings isn't the, uh, president of Marvel Studios. That role belongs to Kevin Feige, who will ultimately make the final decision on whether or not WandaVision comes out onto Disney Plus in December. Now, who knows? Maybe, maybe this does come out in December. Which brings me to the big question. Um, someone initially sent this into the uh, Q&A segment, but I thought it'd be interesting to bring it over here and talk about it now. The question was, when should we expect a release date announcement for WandaVision? Um, now, if the if the, the show, I almost said movie, if the show is still scheduled to come out in December, they're going to have to announce something like right around Thanksgiving. In fact, they have to have another trailer during one of the football games and announcing a release date for WandaVision. They're going to have to do that. Why? Because usually Thanksgiving is usually the spot where you start promoting your, uh, where movie studios will start promoting their movies for the upcoming year. Very much like the Super Bowl in a lot of ways, where they'll um, release trailers for upcoming movies. Uh, the Jurassic World trailer... I believe dropped on Thanksgiving. Um, the Lion King teaser dropped on thing on Thanksgiving. Um, trying to remember what other trailers. I believe the I believe the Last Jedi. I believe a, a a TV spot for the Last Jedi. One of the first TV spots for the Last Jedi dropped on uh, uh, during the Thanksgiving football game. But regardless, they're gonna have to do that. Otherwise, they're really not going to have it come out in December. Otherwise, we already know they're not going to have it in December. Um, now, I could be completely wrong on that. Maybe they announce it tomorrow during the Entertainment Weekly magazine. Maybe they announce that release date tomorrow. Who knows? All I know is that I think they gotta re- they got to announce this release date soon. Otherwise... We're going to be waiting in December for WandaVision and then it's not going to come out because they didn't tell us when it's coming out. They just kind of kept their mouth shut about it. You know, the thing with these Disney Plus shows is that they're not like the movies where you have to constantly delay them. You can put them out on Disney Plus right now. 
Nothing's stopping you from putting it out on Disney Plus right now. It's kind of like um, with movies like uh, Soul, for instance. Nothing is stopping Disney from putting Soul out on Disney Plus right now. Obviously, we're going to get it on Disney Plus in December, but nothing is stopping them from dropping it on Disney Plus this uh, coming. Uh, uh, like, let's say if nothing's stopping them from dropping it right now. The problem was they wanted to they wanted to release this movie in theaters. But then, but then they realized we don't know when that's going to happen, so let's just drop it on Disney Plus. Now, WandaVision is pretty much in that similar situation where it's not even a movie, it's a television series. And they wrapped production right before the pandemic kind of hit. If anything, Falcon and Winter, we were supposed to get Falcon and Winter Soldier in August. But now we're not going to get it till probably middle of next year because of because they had to halt production several times due to due to the um uh, the the pandemic and the outbreak. So uh, now now um trying to think here um oh well some people will say but Zeke the Mandalorians on Disney Plus right now they don't want to steal the shine from Mandalorian they are part of the same company you're not going to steal the shine from Mandalorian plus Mandalorian is killing it right now Mandalorian is on its second season WandaVision is on its first season. Or maybe its only season. We don't know if it's going to get another season of television. We know Loki just announced it's getting... Which that's also a topic I should probably cover in a little bit. But they announced earlier earlier today that... Either today or yesterday that Loki was going to... Was already renewed for another season. Um, so I guess that's a spoiler. I guess we know that Loki is probably not going to end up dying in... In the city. But they've already fake killed him. So they probably could fake kill him again. Anyway. You're not going to steal the shine from Mandalorian. Because Mandalorian already. You're going to have eyes on Mandalorian. Just because it's on it's second season. This show. Is just starting. You have to promote this show. Like it is. Like Marvel definitely. Needs to start promoting the hell out of this show. Because this is going to be the first bit of MCU uh, content we're getting um, outside uh, outside the movies. And also, it's the first one we're getting since last year. Like, we didn't get a, we didn't get a, an MCU movie this year or an MCU TV show this year because of the pandemic. And because of everything that went on this year, they, they didn't release a film this year. And WandaVision is clearly ready to be released onto Disney+. Plus. They've already released a trailer for it. They've obviously been working on it since the... Uh, during the pandemic. It's obviously been the same situation with The Mandalorian. In that, in that um, they were working on it while uh, we were all kind of on quarantine and in lockdown. Like working from home and stuff like that. 
WandaVision was probably doing that same thing. So, I don't know. I think at some point, whether it's tomorrow or whether it's during the Thanksgiving football games, we're probably going to end up getting a announcement for, uh, for WandaVision on when it's going to be released. All we know is that it's still scheduled to come out in December. We just don't know when in December. Um, heck, it could be a week. It could be the week Mandalorian ends. When is Mandalorian Season 2 supposed to end? Um, let's bring that up real quick. Um, oh, come on, computer. While I, while I wait for my computer to load up, I'll take a drink of my delicious uh, sparkling ice water. Sparkling Ice, sponsor me, please. Sponsor the podcast. Um, anyway. Alright. Uh, the Mandalorian Season 2. Okay, I, I got it here. Okay, so we obviously had um, the first two episodes premiering these past two weeks. We're going to get a new one this Friday. Uh, and then the finale will drop on December 18th. So, who knows? Maybe WandaVision will drop on that same week. Like, maybe they'll decide they're going to drop it on, like, a Wednesday. Maybe it'll be a Wednesday night show or a Monday night show. You know, uh, let's see. Um, so maybe they'll drop it on the 16th or the 14th. Who knows? Um, but all I know is that they're if they're still planning on releasing this show in December, they're going to have to start promoting it like crazy. And by the way, guys, I will say, when WandaVision does come out, if it does come out in December, I will do... The same thing I'm doing with Mandalorian on the Zeke Setzel show. I'll have a review segment and I'll review each episode weekly. Um, spoiler free, of course. Um, or maybe not. Maybe I'll do spoilers since it's going to be uh, since this show drops on Mondays. Um, maybe I will do spoilers. Who knows? All right. Uh, we're about 18 minutes into the show. We should probably get into the uh, the Q&A questions. We don't have that many. So let's, so let's go ahead and get into them. We only have like one, two... Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. We only have we have eleven questions, so uh, let's go ahead and get through some of these. Oh man, come on. Okay, there we go. Uh, let's go ahead and zoom in here so I can actually read. Uh, okay. Uh, here's the first kind of two questions. Which MCU Disney Plus series are you most excited for? And which one are you least excited for? Um, which one am I... I'll start with the least excited. Uh, least excited... I am the least excited for Loki. I don't really care about the Loki... Well, hmm. No, sorry. I forgot Hawkeye was a series. Um, I really don't care about a Hawkeye series. I've never cared. 
honestly, I've never been interested in the Hawkeye character. Um, and so the fact that he's getting his own series just doesn't really interest me. So, I mean, I'll watch it. I'll watch it. But it doesn't really interest me. Uh, and then which one am I more most excited for? Um, that's easy. Uh, WandaVision. Uh, WandaVision, I have two. WandaVision and Moon Knight. Moon Knight because I've been wanting to see in the MCU forever. Um, either, either in the MCU or... I always wanted to see him in live action. Uh, whether he was in the MCU or whether he was on the Netflix cinematic universe. Uh, back when Daredevil, Jessica Jones, and Iron Fist was a thing. Um, and WandaVision, just because Wanda Maximoff is one of my favorite, is probably like my second favorite MCU character behind Spider-Man. I, I love I love Wanda Maximoff. And I think the, char- the, uh, the characterization they've done with her has been so unique and so different. And I just can't wait to see what they do with her um in the next uh in the next couple in this series so uh those those are just my answers uh what do you think is the worst mcu movie um i think there's a couple of them a lot of people think the mcu doesn't make bad movies but i they've made a couple um i'm not i don't ever sit here and and say that they are a perfect studio they They've made some crap. Uh, Spider-Man Far From Home was crap. Um, Captain Marvel's crap. Um, let's see. Iron Man 3 and Iron Man 2 are bad. Um, uh, yeah, those are... Um, but my least favorite one... Is Thor the Dark World. That movie is. Horrible. And I liked the first Thor. I do like the first Thor. And I love Thor Ragnarok. I just really hated. Thor the Dark World. Like. That was one of my least favorite movies of that year. In fact it might have been my least favorite movie of. What year did that come out? Like 2014? Or 2013. Darn, what year did that come out? Hang on a second. Now I gotta... Now I gotta look it up. What year did Thor The Dark World come out? What year... Did... Oh. Did... Thor... The... World come out. Oh, it was 2013. Okay, so 2013. Um, well, now let's see this. What movies came out in 2013? I can't remember what movies. What other movies did I hate? I think that might have been my least favorite movie of that year. I can't remember. Let me let me let me take a look here. Because I I can't remember if it was this one or if it was another movie that I really disliked. Uh, 
Hmm. Trying to think. Uh, 2013 movies. Um. Oh yeah, we we got some we got some bad ones here. White House down. Ooh, that yeah, that was pretty bad. Um. Movie. I never. I actually never watched movie forty three. So, I can't say whether that one's bad or not. I never watched Parker. Um. Oh, you know what? Nope, nope. Thor The Dark World was not my least favorite movie that year. Mm -mm. It was M. Night Shyamalan's After Earth. Oh, yep, yep. Mm-hmm. Okay, never mind. Uh, but Thor The Dark World was one of my least favorite movies of that year. And, unfortunately, uh, I don't know if it's unfortunately or fortunately, but fortunately, <laughs> it wasn't the worst film of that year because M. Night Shyamalan made a movie that year so there that goes all right uh do you think they will cross over the sonyverse and the mcu at some point um i think we're gonna see tom holland in a sony verse movie before we see any of the sony verse characters in the MCU. I think what will happen is we're going to end up... I mean, we're already going to get Vulture in Morbius. But I think they're going to want... Sony's going to want to wait until they can cross over Tom Holland's Spider-Man into like a Venom movie or a Morbius movie or um, a Craven the Hunter movie. You know, they're going to want to wait till that happens before they cross any of the Sony-verse characters into the MCU. So. Uh, let's see. Uh, all right. Who do you want to see as the next big bad in the MCU? Um, you know who would make a really good Avengers threat, even though he's not, like, as powerful? Even though he's a bit of a step down from Thanos? Um, and only because he's been an Avengers-level threat in... Um, the like the video games and comics i would love to see dr doom as like like maybe he becomes like what loki was in the first one where he wasn't the big bad but he was kind of like he was working for the big bad who would eventually become thanos i think that's what dr doom should be for avengers 5 like have avengers 5 be dr doom um, creating like a mass weapon made out of alien technology to destroy the world or something, or to take over the world. Who who knows? Um, and the Avengers have to stop him, you know. And then have him be the setup for have him kind of be the jumpstart to set up the next big bad. Um, because I would love that. I mean, I I want I just want to see a good version of Doctor Doom in a movie, guys. I really really freaking do. Um, so, um, yeah, we'll see. Okay, uh, why do you think the MCU is more successful than most big franchise films? Um, first of all, I don't know if I agree with that logic. Um, but why do I think that it's more, I think because they are coming up with more, I think because they 
are telling... A lot of people think the MCU just focuses on action, action, action. When in all reality, they are more character-driven than they are plot-driven. You know? Um, the characters are so memorable, and they evolve. And they all have their own individual arcs within this huge, gigantic cinematic universe. It's why Marvel is so successful. It's because most movie franchises don't have that. Let's take, for example, the Star Wars sequel trilogy. The Star Wars sequel trilogy had characters that I certainly cared about. I cared about Rey, Finn, Poe, uh, Kylo Ren. Well, not so much Poe, but Kylo Ren. Um, I even cared about Rose, Rose in The Last Jedi. But it just, they weren't giving, they were constantly changing their arcs. They were constantly like, they weren't making it clear what the arc was for the character. Whereas in Iron, whereas in the MCU, Iron Man's character arc is very clear. He starts off as this billionaire who is completely selfish and doesn't care about, uh, and is completely reckless and then he evolves and uh gets to the point where he become where he reaches this point of uh selflessness and decides i'm gonna sacrifice my life for the betterment of humanity cap's art is very clear comes from a place of self-sacrifice to ultimately getting to ultimately get uh, getting uh, making a, a selfless act. Um, Thor, going from a the from being someone who wanted the throne, who wanted to be the king of Asgard, and now by the time we get to Avengers Endgame, he realizes that's not for him. That life is just not for him, you know. So. Those are just the examples. What's Rey's arc in The Force Awakens? She she started out as a scavenger. And then she went on and became... And she didn't really change in The Last Jedi. As much as I love her in The Last Jedi, she didn't really evolve that much. And then Rise of Skywalker, they threw out her... her kind of arc of being a nobody and they threw that out the window and made her a Palpatine. Spoiler alert, by the way. Um, Finn's arc. Started out as a deserted stormtrooper. Okay, where do you go from there? Well, we're going to give him a side mission on Canto Bite. And what do you do with him in Rise of Skywalker? Oh, all of a sudden he's force sensitive. They didn't have a guiding plan for the characters. Not for the story. I'm not talking about the story. I'm talking about for the characters. Where are these characters? How are these characters going to progress? How are they going to change? What's their arc going to be in the trilogy? Whereas with the MCU, Kevin Feige and had this vision. This is how the characters are going to evolve. This is how they got, they're going to change. This is where we're going story-wise. And I think that's why the MCU is more successful 
than most big franchise movies because most big franchise movies don't put their emphasis on character. They they their number one focus is how can we make this movie? How can we make a lot of money off this movie? Well, let's have a lot of action. Or let's have a lot of special effects. Let's have explosions. You know. Whereas the MCU is like, no. Ant-Man is selling the movie. So let's get him attached to Scott Lang. Iron Man is selling the, mo- is selling the movie. Let's get him attached to, uh, to Tony Stark. Captain America is selling the movie. Let's get him attached to Steve Rogers. To where... The MCU, I would content, I would, I would argue, the MCU is a character arc. It's a character study. Every MCU film is a character study. You're knowing who the characters are, and you're seeing where, how far they've come. You know, like in Civil War, you could not do a Civil War movie after Iron Man two. You needed more movies to build up to it. You know, to where you could buy the fact that Cap and Iron Man would be on opposite sides. You know, so um, anyway, I, I dragged on for a little bit. All right, um, let's see. Uh, who do you want to direct the next Avengers movie? Do you think they should go with, they, do you think they should have a new director or a previous MCU director? Um, personally for me, I don't care whether they get a new director or a previous MCU director. I, I really don't care. But, who do I think should direct it? Who do, Well, who do I want to direct it? I have two, two choices. Either one, I would like to see Jon Favreau direct an Avengers movie. In fact, I kind of thought he should have directed the first Avengers movie. Um, it, even though I love what Joss Whedon did with the first Avengers movie. But there's a part of me that kind of wishes John Favreau would have done it. So I would either go with John Favreau or... <sighs> Shoot. Um... I would probably say I'll get I'll get someone who has to direct an MCU movie. I, I'm gonna go with uh, uh, Steven Soderbergh. Um, now Steven Soderbergh, I believe he's the director of Oceans, The Oceans uh, Eleven. Uh, let me see. I think he directed the Oceans trilogy. Let me see. Uh, Steven Soderbergh. Trying to see what movies he directed. Okay. Um. Okay. Yeah. So he did. He directed uh, Ocean's Eleven. Uh, basically, the entire Ocean's trilogy. Um. 
He was a second unit director on Hunger Games. Um, he directed Logan Lucky, which I think is it's personally for me one of my Logan Lucky is actually one of my <laughs> one of my favorite movies from the past decade. Um, so he's directed a few movies. He's direct. He's uh, he's directed some pretty some pretty good ones. The, obviously, the Ocean Trilogy is iconic. Um, but one of the things I love about his movies in particular is that he's really good with ensembles. He's one of those directors that's very good with ensemble with an ensemble cast, and make you care about that ensemble, uh, and create really interesting scenes and really interesting uh, things of dialogue. Um, some people may, uh, well, they may not know him, but he directed a movie that a lot of, um, a lot of women seem to really love, which is, uh, Magic Mike, but, um, I, I personally can't judge him for Magic Mike because I never seen the Magic Mike movies because I just don't give a crap, but I've. I'm judging him off the movies that I have seen from him. Oceans, the Oceans Trilogy, Logan Lucky, um, uh, again, second unit director of Hunger Games. Um, he knows how to deal with ensemble, with an ensemble cast. So, um, so yeah, that's kind of, um, um, that's just my thing on it. Okay. Um, sorry guys, I was reading, I was reading a text, uh, they just announced, um, a, a, a Bloodshot 2, um, they're making a sequel to the Vin, to the horrible Vin Diesel, um, Bloodshot, uh, movie, um, so, but he, but yeah, no, we're, we're just laughing, I, I think we're laughing about that, I don't know. Um, oh man, what the heck? Okay, who? Okay, I thought I deleted the page. Alright, uh, let's go to the next question here. And the next question is, uh, which MCU character do you relate with the most? Do I relate with the most? Um. Hmm. I don't know. I don't think there is an MCU character that I can actually relate with. Um. Yeah, I don't know if there is one that I've actually can see myself relating to. I know I, I can see myself hanging out with um Peter Parker. Um I would love to just hang out with Tom Holland's Peter Parker. He seems like such a cool guy. Um I also wouldn't mind hanging out with Rocket Raccoon. But again, I don't relate to those characters. I just would love to hang... I, if I could hang out with any MCU character, I would hang out with those two. Those two are awesome. Like, They're two of my favorite MCU characters. So, I don't know if I'd want to hang out with Wanda Maximoff because I think she would um, like manipulate my brain and show me memories that I don't want seen. Um, okay, and the final question we're gonna get is favorite Captain America suit. Um, my favorite Captain America suit in the MCU has been, uh, was the one in, um, oh, what was, I really loved his outfit in, um, in 
Infinity War, where he kind of like the the outfit where he basically just ripped the stripes and stars off of off of it. Um, I loved his 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 costume in that. I thought it was really that was really cool. All right, guys, that will do it for this episode of the Web Slingers podcast. Thank you guys so much for listening. Um, check out the other shows we got on the podcast feed, um, including the Zeke Setzel show uh, every Saturdays. Um, please send in your questions for this week's episode. Um, and we even started a brand new show called Spoiler Alert. Right now, we are uh, talking about. Uh, we just finished. I just finished it, doing a review for the Mandalorian season two. It's up on the podcast feed right now. Please make sure you have seen the Mandalorian episode two of season two before you before you end up watching that episode of Spoiler Alert or listening to that episode of Spoiler Alert. Um, but. Uh, Yep, we got so many stuff on the podcast feed, and we're and and I'm gonna start making videos on the YouTube channel. So don't worry, YouTube videos are coming very soon. Thank you guys so much for watching, and I'll talk to you guys later. Peace out.